Love Talk Radio. you from putting anything out there though. No. 
That's right. Yeah. Nothing stops him from putting anything out yeah. there. I can't. I can't advertise. Yeah. But other people do. That's beyond yeah. me. I can't stop. Yeah, them. they can't. They can't stop them. So anybody else can put it out there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. I ought to poke the heck out of you all, all the time. It's, uh, uh, it's my lack of creativity. I blame it all. That's snowball. I'm good at stealing other people's materials and just reposting it. But, yeah, I am too. When it comes to, I have to use my all my own material. Like, uh, came across, um, Pictures of Rosewell. Oh, I saw that. And uh, I've got a bunch. And I've got a bunch from the tours I've been through all the years. And, uh, and boy, the places really change when I go back and look at pictures even from five years ago to the day. And it's, uh, but those were really, I couldn't, my camera just couldn't take the, the picture to capture the moment, you know. Um, when you're in the when you're in the, the dark like that and that thing is lit up, it's, it's just amazing to look at it. and really creepy. Um, I couldn't imagine being out there at night. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Hey, John Savage. I tell you the part that's really creepy about Rosewell that a lot of people don't get it. It's not so much the, the house itself; it's the land. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it was a uh, town seat of the of uh, Chief Palatine. So it was where he lived a lot, and his his people were there on that hey, land. Hey, Paul and so there's a lot of stuff ingrained on that property well before the house was even And how I know that made an impact was uh, going back to when they first wanted to develop that property. And they basically had to uh, take it. Oh, wow. Okay. Vivian said somewhat.
Mark. Yep. Uh, with uh, Rob. Um, I heard Gene is going to take over for Dennis this, this weekend um, and run the show. And she was probably like, I didn't get that bill. <laughs> uh, and then like, there are actually three different things going on this weekend. So there's an event at Bill Grove as well with Pittsburgh Paranormal doing the Paranormal Lockdown. Same weekend as Pamela Park, but then there's also uh, Transcend is doing a two location event at Ashland at the Ashland Arts and Civic Center and the Ashland Theater. I don't think they've ever investigated Ashland Theater. So three things. Rain. It's going to rain this weekend, John Stevens? I don't think so. Oh, because John Savage said, I hope they're looking at the forecast because they're saying at least do four inches of rain near Richmond this Saturday. And Ronnie Rickard wants one of your shirts. Ronnie wears an extra small. I think I've got. Yeah, semi-tropical storm. Yeah, I've been working at the museum all weekend. Gosh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, um, small there's medium. Is what? <laughs> S medium. Oh, 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 sorry, S medium. And then there's also one. That's all on the twenty third. Then the thirtieth, we have been at Tavern on three sixty, raising money to buy flags. There's a um, note Norfolk to get about four inches. Yeah. I did not say extra small. That was David Flowers. Well, <laughs> boy, I, may have, <laughs> I may have a medium. Oh no, I didn't say it. Was was it snowball? I have not spoken anything. Anyway. Anyway, go ahead. So, Cabin on 360 on the 30th, there's Bennett, Miller, Pike. Shannon wears a medium. And Elkton. So, there's two mediums for that family. It's going to be moist this weekend, no ball. Go shirtless on the show, John. <laughs> well, he doesn't I'm strip anymore, Paul Shields. He used to strip the cabin on 360. I tried to get him to get on a stripper pole, and he refused to do it this time. Yeah, they came up with a city warden <laughs> just because of that. Couldn't even get him on his own pole. Ones. Get ready, John. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I 
great stories about that place. Um, and also the Hanover uh, uh, Tavern is having uh, their ghost walks coming up in, uh, later in October. Yorktown is having some ghost tours. Yeah. You can always go to the Manor House on Saturday nights. Monday's always. Days. Manor House is always open. So there will be some interesting um, uh, ghost stories. Uh, but uh, I just want to know is there going to be any candy being given out on the Saturday before Halloween? Or y'all are doing y'all are doing the thirtieth too, right? Monday. Yeah. So yeah. I expect y'all to be dressed up. <laughs> wear my wig. Uh, I, I wear my paranormal events t-shirt. That's, okay. Yeah. That's my, We're gonna dress up as pedestrians. Yeah, I wear my paranormal events t-shirt. I'll, I'll shave off mustache and goatee. Put my Paranormal event hat on. I'm going John C. <laughs> well, that's your friend. <laughs> and only because I care about you. I would howl at you. I completely don't do that. I hate, you know what, I forgot to mention, our friend Kim Sage is going to be at Sage Paracon, who I'm pretty sure they named it after her. She says no, they named it that it's MJ Dixon's idea, but I'm pretty sure they named it after Kim. And uh, that's going to be at Bell Grove. Um, that is a big event. John Zappas will be there. Um, Fredericksburg Paracol is going to be helping do the ghost tours and stuff there. I'll just say this. You need to go and check out the link, see if it's something that you want to do, uh, because it is a intended to be a very small event, not, not daring towards the crowd. So there's a limited, very limited amount of change. And uh, speakers, and so it's a very... Uh, meant to be a very um, close-knit, fun weekend uh, where you get up and close and personal to uh, so many good, these good investigators. So, hey there, Dennis. Uh, also, uh, there are some events like uh, 1014. There's an exchange hotel with Haunted Nights is doing an event. These are all really, really close. I mean, I just, there's so many things going on. Um, Paranormal Boot Camp at, at Bell Grove. There's the uh, uh, there's a couple of Haunted Night events. There's one at Dunmore coming up in November that you'll want to uh, check out. And then also November 11th, now. So, thank you, Ronnie, for reminding me of that. 
Savage says, we're having uh, ghost tours here at Fort Monroe. Y'all hopefully be part of. Should know in the next couple of weeks on the details. Okay. Nice. I wish some of these places would try to do this more like a regular thing mm-hmm. instead of just leaving it to October. Because it, it just becomes to the point where you can't do everything. Right. Um, I know that uh, that there are some towns that will start doing They'll just pop it up at the last second, um, doing events. West Point was famous for doing that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. But that was a good, I mean, and they stopped it, and it was free. It didn't even cost anything. They did it through their library, and it was really nice. They had, like, hot apple cider and cookies, and then you went out there, and you went to different spots, and everybody was dressed up in time period type clothes and you would go to different spots and they would give you the history of the building and it was it was really nice it's it's a shame that covid ruined that i wonder if they're ever going to bring that back we should ask them shouldn't we yeah i mean uh, i'm trying to contact the chamber of commerce there about um they've got the crab carnival the crab festival coming up in october Mm -hmm. and uh so i needed some Yeah. So that is one of the towns that I would say that that be very popular, uh, even if it was just for Halloween. Right. Halloween. You know, we in very Yorktown can expect to have some. But Definitely. Some of the other, uh, there's so many good small towns. Uh, Richmond just has, you know, they have a lot of history, so it's, normal tour groups in Richmond always have a lot of tours going on. So there's, and that's just on a normal basis. Dennis said, good evening, Mr. Stevens. It's snowball. I can't see the, uh, I can't see it. It's snowball, demon, snowball. Get it right. And Dennis said, also, Hans of Richmond does a good tour. I'll have to mess with him later because there's a lady I knew that was on my page and now I've got to remember how to find her. Yeah, I think I will get get a bucket of candy for the for Halloween there. Yeah. Just stand out front and uh, hand it out whether they come in or not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pink wigs. What we're looking for, and I hope the, I hope yeah. Camping can be an exciting, fun place uh, to investigate because there's so much to investigate. Uh, it can be uh, off the charts, and I love hearing the, what the other groups get. I may have been in that place earlier in the evening, and they come back, and they're like, yeah, this thing was happening, that thing was happening, like the ball coming down the steps, that sort of thing. Just get um, videotape of it, it's crazy. So 
know, family could be like that. And the exchange hotel So there are certain places that just will never get old. You can't invest. Just, uh, there's no such thing as you can investigate there too much. I think it's probably so much uh, energy was left on those places. I don't know how else to explain it. I think you could explain it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, energy left. I, I, you know, I, that might be part of it. I, you know, I don't know, but um, there are a lot of historic places. I'll just say this. So I'm thinking of a couple of places in Chesterfield right now. If they ever opened up to investigation because they're privately owned. Uh, they would be off the charts. I just know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John Savage said the town of Smithfield here in Hampton Roads is doing a ghost walk through the downtown. That's right. I remember that. Uh, yeah, it's so much to, so much because, you know, October, I think it just starts ramping up everything. So it's a lot for you to try to remember. Exchange has over 900 bodies buried on the bottom of the property. Yeah, they don't know. The thing is about the exchange, that whole property was, I don't know how many hundreds of acres. There were 30 or 40 buildings that were actually this hospital on that property. Um, We're not talking about buildings, really. We're talking about like shacks, smokehouses, whatever they were intended or um, whatever they can work on people under a roof. And, uh, and of course, over time, all that land was sold off and sold off and sold off, and so there's a neighborhood that bumps up against the property now. I don't know how many acres they got there now, maybe two. But uh, I'm sure that there's people buried on the property, I can imagine in that neighborhood when they were building that and, and excavating all those houses oh out there, you can imagine what they were digging up. Yeah, Dennis said over 70,000 sought medical treatment there. Uh, and I would be, I'd be real curious on the neighborhood that butts up to it. Yeah. How many people that live there are experiencing yeah, I agree, and, and it's not a new neighborhood, rather older. I think some of the houses were built in the 40s and 50s, so that kind of thing. Now we're talking about multiple generations later, and there um, were families, fathers, older properties, and go in there, and they don't even know what they what happened on their own property. Yeah. They, don't have a they just can't understand why they get up and build a night call the cabinet door. They just, they don't know why that happens. And I can't tell you how many people tell me that, I don't understand why stuff's going on in my house. It's a brand new house. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what happened in the house, what happened on the property. Right. Yeah. Question is how many would acknowledge having activity versus ignore it and try to disregard it? 
true. I totally, I totally agree with that. Yeah, so. definitely. So many people don't want to believe in it, so that they will uh, not acknowledge it. And if they do, they're not going to. You know, they may say, hey, something, you know, some crazy stuff happens, but I, I don't, it don't bother me. I don't bother it. It don't bother me. Like, so, yeah. Um, I had a, a friend of mine, and I, I'm convinced that most people have some sort of ghost story. Sometimes getting it out of people. But it's funny because I don't even, they may not even know that I, locations. So they just kind of open up. You know, I'll, or I'll, get, I'll ask the right questions. I'll, I'll have a good friend of mine and he told story. We got to talk about uh, he had mentioned about his, his grandmother lived on a very old property in Hanover and um, he said, yeah, the house was always real creepy. And I was like, oh, really? Well, tell me more. Did it uh, some crazy stuff happened there. He, he said, uh, and then it just opened the floodgates. He said, oh man, uh, the weird. He said the weirdest thing I haven't been able to ever explain was when I was a kid, but I was old enough to understand. I, I went upstairs to her room. She had been dead for several years. My grandmother, and because I don't know, it must have been nine or ten, and she passed away when I was or something like that, and he said, yeah, you may think I'm I, walked by, I walked by the room, this, one of the upstairs rooms, and I saw her sitting on the bed, and I backtracked, and, when I, and I said, Grandma, what, what are you doing here? And she was sitting on the bed, said, she just had a lot of smiled at me, and then I realized that I was witnessing a ghost, and that's what he told me. He, wow. he doesn't actively pursue ghost hunting or anything like that. He had a real experience with seeing something that he this was the ghost of Trent. Um, and he doesn't tell people that very, very often. So that's the sort of thing. Um, like when I I have shared this story before about a friend of mine who was a baby seal. Um, and Afghanistan and his group got hit pretty hard, and I think he was the only survivor out of eight. And when he returned to the tent, uh, he had a concussion uh, or something, you know, a concussion bomb or something went off around him, and, and they were able to get him safely out of there, but the rest of the Team was killed, and they wanted to debrief him, but the the doctors wouldn't let the MPs or anybody else get a hold of him until they checked him out, make sure he was okay. When he was there in the tent, he said, you know, they told him just to lay down, that somebody would come in in a minute, and he's laying down, as he said, heard this said, uh, I forgot what his name was. Uh, was his grandfather called him by his name that, he, that only his grandfather would call him. And he said, 
sat up in bed and looked, and there was his grandfather in the foot of his bed, and his grandfather had been dead for 30 years. Oh, wow. Uh, died when he, was a, when he was a young kid. Um, and he said, you need to get on up. can't be sitting here, such and such. And out the tent he went, and he was like, did anybody just see my grandfather just come in through the tent? About that time, the doctor came in and said, what are you, what are you talking about? He said, my grandfather was just eating. He's never told anybody else that story. So he doesn't know I'm insecure. I just like like the right time for him to open up and tell that story. And he said, it still creeps me out to this day. Some people will say, oh, you had a concussion or you were asleep or something like that. He mm-hmm. goes, no, when I heard that name, I sat up and did. Right. The doctor immediately came in after that and, and asked me what I was talking about. And, and I tried to get up and go out of the tent, and they said, no, no, the commander wants to come and talk to you about everything that happened. And so at that point, he had to change, you know, and, and get ready for that debrief. So, um, but those are, those are some of those stories, sort of like, you know, Doc has. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, we'll get him back on the show one night and have him yeah, tell those stories. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. He's been busy, I think. Have him tell the stories about his showing up at the uh, Pentagon on 9-11 and helping with the um, evacuation and saving lives of people that were killed there at the Pentagon and, and injured. So. Yeah, we got to get back in touch with him, but from what I can see, he's been very, he's been busy out and about. From what I can see, when I keep track of his, you know, when I when some of his stuff from his page pops up on my feed, it's been busy. So we shall see, but we do have to get him back on. Yes. Yeah, you're right. There, that's many of them. People start over. You might think I'm crazy. Yeah. But yeah, well, some people don't think you're crazy. Um, some people actually hear this stuff enough from enough people that they believe that. It's just part of probably everyday life. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of times we've, uh, I know myself, have seen things. Um, they've, they've been just as real as as me looking at somebody you know, that's clutch. And I can't explain it. Um, and um, as soon as it happens, you know, it's not there anymore or something like that. And now that I think back on it, and I think I've experienced that a lot of times, more than one, definitely three or four times at least. So that doesn't make me a medium or a psychic or anything like that, or perhaps I mean, got special powers. But I'm telling you that. I recently saw a picture. You know how you 
we're waiting on a few more people. Yeah, because we've got a two-part series on that, y'all, October 24th and Halloween. And then I'll at the last minute and do yeah, one. because uh, <laughs> we don't want to do that to David because I'm sure it's going to take a lot of time for him to call Yeah. But. Well, uh, I guess you should come up with a cutoff time too, shouldn't you? Because you didn't do that. What's going to be your cutoff to send those? We're, we're running into October already, so you're not slammed with last-minute EVPs. I didn't think about that until you said something, John Stevens, because, I mean, that. I didn't, I didn't think about it, but just now. Yeah, because you're the one. <laughs> yeah, so because yeah. the first one is October 24th, and you need time to do that. I didn't think yeah. about that. Uh, yeah. We'll have to do a cutoff so that he's not super slammed with. <laughs> yeah, my thing is, is I know that there are, people out there that have some awesome EVPs. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. And they just need to send them in to David because you'll be listening to the show, listening to everybody else's EVPs. Yeah. yeah. And you'll be saying, I've got a lot better than that. Uh, October 17th. Okay. Is the cutoff. Okay. Yeah. Okay, guys. Put that in there. Cut off for EVPs. I know some people have really got some good ones, and I don't care if we've heard them before. um, It it gives you a chance to kind of showcase what you have done. Uh, And also do it like you're trying to convince someone that there's a possibility of something uh, terrible. I forgot about that click noise. 24. I, can, I used to play stuff for people at work, and they would walk away like, oh, I can't hear that. Uh, I, I, yeah. you know, they scared them to death. They walked away. Because they just have, you know, either one, they stick their head in the stand, they don't believe anything like that's possible, or two, they just can't handle anything scary. You know? Yeah. And they think that is scary, but it's but I've also had people go, Hey, the next time you go go something, can you take me along or something like that? And I'm like, You buy a ticket like everybody else. Ain't nothing for free. <laughs> Thanks, no boy. I didn't know you were all, all like that. If I had locations, I know some people that have locations that they can do all the good stuff they want for Freddy. I'm not one of those. Well, I'll be running equipment the next four days. Thursday, Friday, yes. Saturday, yes, and Sunday. Oh. Yeah, Ronnie, uh, if you'd give me a, some sort of a backstory, the location, that would be awesome. Oh, yeah, definitely. We've got to know where all that comes from. 
faith on what what it actually says, if you can hear it. Yeah. Well, you know, I've heard enough of those where it's like, I know it's saying something, but I can't figure out what it's saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We have a few like that. Can't figure out what it's saying, no matter, you know. I'm amazed many times of how it's almost a whisper. Yeah. It's like the most quiet thing you've ever heard. Like, they really don't, whatever is communicating or answering, is talking maybe in their normal voice, but at a real low tone. They don't, they don't care whether you hear it or not. And it's almost like they're answering, but they don't want you to hear it. Yeah. Or they talk with you. Yeah, we've heard a number of those where there'll be conversations going on between mm-hmm. just people, and all of a sudden you just hear a laughter. Yeah. That wasn't from somebody that was there. Or another name. You know, that happened to us at um, John Laura when went around the room. There was 10 of us went around the room and said our names, waited five seconds between each name. And when we came back around at the very end, when we replayed it, um, there was another name thrown in there of no one that was in the room. Right. That's wild. Yeah, I, I didn't capture that, so I don't know who was there that did capture that, but they, they replayed it. We were just stunned that you, you would, something would be that blatant with letting us know that they were there. They just played right along. Um, we can get into predicting and things like that when um, if, if there are if there are certain things that may lead up or uh, let us know that there is something present. Um, there there are people out there that that have tracked. for lack of a better term, some scientific studies have shown that certain things happened prior to a EVP coming. Yeah. So it's, I don't know if it's like an energy buildup before it, 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 you know, it's, it's like it's a foretelling of what's about to come out. And it's like documented that these things raised, these things raised, and then all of a sudden you hear them. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, did we were were we able to name most of the events that were coming up at eight fifty three? Yeah, I think I think so. I, I didn't try to go too deep. I mean, there's. Uh, well, they can always go to your page, Virginia Paranormal Events dot um, Virginia Paranormal Events on Facebook, or you can go to www.virginiaparanormalevents.com and get the events there too. So let me tell you, 
So I've done away with the <gasps> web page. I'm glad you mentioned that. No. Or it will be going or will be going away. Stevens, why? So the, the group that Jeff and I um, were working with with that web page decided they no longer wanted to, to be affordable. Oh gosh. And they made it very like, yeah, we're not gonna do that no more. Oh my. Yeah. So we're looking for another avenue of having a um actual dot com site that doesn't wanna screw you over like that. So I don't know how much longer it'll be around but they already gone. Um, we're not gonna pay that extraordinary extraordinary price that they were gonna demand just to have a web page. So yeah. um, Facebook will have to do for now. But it seems to do all right. Uh, how, how many um, how many visitors did you get to your web page? You know, I never kept track of that. Um, oh, it's still on here, though. Jeff, Jeff might have kept track of it. Uh, we've been what we've actually been experimenting around doing is actually gathering um, email addresses and doing more or less email drops to let people know about events. And I think so far he has like 13. Yeah. So he would do like a weekly newsletter. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Um, and there are groups that will do large email drops. You just enter it and they do it. Or you have the cheaper it is. Yeah, that's, that's a nice website, though, looking at it. I yeah. like that lightning coming down. That's cool. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, so I haven't figured out how to do all that stuff on Facebook yet. So I just uh, try to yeah. keep people um, informed about things that are happening. Yeah. Or going to happen. That's a nice page. And, and teams and people. You know, yeah. Because uh, Take uh, Tyler Darnell uh, with Over uh, is now the paranormal photographer, and everybody knows Tyler. And, and Tyler was taking pictures at the cabin a couple of weeks ago, doing an awesome job. Great photographer, just really great stuff. Not just paranormal stuff. He does a lot of weddings and family portraits and things like that. He's just he's He's got very, uh, I mean, Jack, he does a lot of weddings and portraits and things like that. He's just photography. He's gotten very good. And, and now he wants to, you know, um, to, to kind of promote it from the paranormal side as well, which I don't blame. Yeah. So. There's been some events lately. You know, they had a good good event, uh, dinner with the ghost at Hamilton High School this past weekend. And uh, uh, I heard that was uh, a lot of fun, and the dinner was awesome. Pictures were made look great. They got several more things coming up at the um, that school, 
That's in Cartersville, Virginia. And if you don't know where Cartersville, Virginia is, well, it is in Cartersville. Somewhere between Powhatan and Thanks to Paul Shields. 